Welcome to episode 36 of Under the Hollow Table, a Hollow Table News Network podcast covering in depth analysis, mods, tips, and the hottest topics from the Outer Rim. I am Boxing King, and joining me on today's episode is Mole Pokey, Lady Geek, and your original host, Boxing. Boxing King, first you take my name, and now you're trying to take my podcast. What's going on here? Definitely the uh, king of the podcast, uh, but I think <laughs> I had the name first, though. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, I guess we'll have to look at our start dates. Uh, well, we always get mixed up, so I thought it would just be super fun to have you read our intro, but this is episode 36. This is another episode of Off the Rails, uh, only fans edition. Uh, an H&M podcast where Sarah isn't here, <laughs> and I invite listeners from Discord to join the show. Um, you know... <laughs> Even though we've done 36 episodes, I still feel like an imposter. I am a fan of this show, just like you guys. And serendipitously, one thing led to another. And now I host some back-end podcast of this uh, network. But uh, yeah, I mean, we're all just fans of what was originally, you know, H10N with Faye, Sarah, and Sir G. And uh, yeah, now we're just kind of getting together to chat about uh, the game. So thank you so much for joining me, you guys. Uh, really cool. And I wanted to start off today by actually asking you guys a little bit about, um, you know, how you first heard of HNN, where, like, how did you discover it? What drew you to the show? Um, Lady Geek, you had a little um, kind of interesting anecdote about uh, your interaction with uh, the original, the HNN. Right. So I, I think I found the original uh, years ago when I was just trying to find all of the content that I could find to absorb. And I kind of lost it for a few years and recently came back just because Sarah puts out such good conquest uh, info. Well, that's great. Yeah. And uh, Mopoki, yeah. Uh, what was your first like interaction with HNN or kind of what uh, drew you, you know, deep yeah, into the bowels? I, I'd never heard of HNN uh, until Sarah actually too. I, I guess my story is fairly similar though. It wasn't so much uh, conquest content as it was um, cam, cam guides basically. Uh, and I was sort of reaching the point where I was getting frustrated, you know, losing 50% and I went searching for, uh, for cam guides and found Sarah's and I was like, oh my God, she knows what she's talking about. And that, that's, that's kind of where, where things started. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. I love kind of the, <laughs> Or origin of that story because I mean I remember the one of the earliest podcasts I was doing with her was Cam was out fresh and she hadn't really ever done it or she was still kind of relying on other people and then out of nowhere she just like rocketed to being this amazing expert on the mission uh just basically overnight so yeah uh incredible work by her uh and boxing king yeah and uh, any inter interesting anecdotes about um your interactions with hnn so i came to it because my i was about 10 months in and my arena shard uh leader he was like hey i'm jumping guilds and we're going to come in here. Do you want to come with us? I was like, sweet. And I ended up in ODB with Sarah being my leader, my uh, officer, I guess, that was in charge of making sure that I did my stuff right. She uh, she was like, hey, you know, TV is really awesome. And I'm like, no, nah, it's not. 
about five months later, I'm like, God, he, he's awesome. And, and started listening to the show with Fi and, and, and Sergi and her. And it was great because I learned so much mm-hmm. of, of how to be a good player from listening to the show. That's great. Yeah. And uh, you are an ODB, so that's kind of exciting. Uh, any tea you want to spill? You want to give some of the inside? Uh, you want to talk some smack about the guild or some uh, talk smack about Sarah as a guild leader? Or I don't know. I've been in there for five years, so I better not say anything. They'll kick me out. And I, yeah. I, I wouldn't know how to assimilate to a new guild. So I guess knowing she's going to listen to this, you should uh, yeah, be a little careful what you say. Kidding. Um, well, that's great. Um, Really exciting. Well, um, you know, let's get to know our guests a little bit more. I mean, you've seen them, seen the names on Discord, but uh, let's get to kind of know um, them and their accounts a little bit. Uh, let's start, yeah, back with you, Voxen King. Uh, what's your GP? My GP has gone up to 10.271 million. So That's uh, awesome. I, when I started, I was actually in the guild, I was actually like a million or so behind million or two behind Sarah. And then when I passed her, I made sure she knew about it. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, that, those inner guild uh, uh, gloating. Uh, Mo Pokey, uh, what is your GP? Uh, I'm just past 11 and a half million. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, yeah, you've been killing it in GA. I've been really enjoying hearing about your GA escapades, which I'm going to ask about. So uh, (laughs) see how that goes. Uh, And Lady Geek, what is your GP? Oh, I'm just a little fish. 6.9 million. Yeah, I love that. uh, Because I think with this show in particular, I get so carried away with endgame perspectives that uh, wonderful to have a little bit of mid-game perspective in here. I can't wait to uh, hear what you're working on. But uh, so Lady Geek, are you uh, more of a free-to-pay, a play-to-pay um, player? What do you enjoy? Uh, or Yeah. I am not do you land? free-to-play, but I'm really close. Really. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 That's what I love. So when I first started, I bought a $5 pack um, okay. within a couple hours of installing. And that was just kind of to get me on the radar that, okay, here's someone who's willing to spend. Mm-hmm. And then another $15, I think, when Darth Revan was coming out. And awesome. Nothing since then. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I love uh, Kermon's answer last last uh, episode where he said, I am free to play, but I spend money on the game. Voxing <laughs> um, King, uh, free to play, pay to play? Uh, it it kind of depends on the time of year. Um, mm. I don't I don't spend too much anymore, mostly just Conquest Pass. But, right. uh, but not Conquest Pass Plus, else. apparently. No, no, we got rid of that when uh, once I started watching Sarah's videos and it became economical to, to do it that way. But uh, yeah, maybe. but something will come out and I'll be like, oh, but I like it, shiny new toy. So, but my first whale was on Nest when she came out. That was cool. That was my first and loved it because she's been a great character all the way through. Yeah, maybe Sarah killed the Conquest Pass Plus uh, all by herself, but that's why it's like not selling. Yeah, because uh, she's people are being too successful. Uh, Mole, uh, pay to play, free to play. 
I'm pay to play, uh, certainly. Not as much as I used to be. Um, mm. To a degree, it is, to be frank, it is because there's less for me to buy mm. at this stage. Like, there's just, like, there's no value. I don't, there's no point in buying gear anymore. Like, there, I don't need it to buy it. Um, I'm, it took me a long time to get to this point, but I'm at this point. So, things like that. Um, but yeah, I still buy things sometimes. That's great. And uh, Mo, are you a Star Wars fan? What, you got, what got you to start playing? Uh, sure. I mean, I'm certainly a Star Wars fan. I was never a Star Wars mega fan. Like, uh, actually, a lot of things like Clone Wars or Rebels or these, you know, the sort of TV shows I came to after I started the game, I've become more of a fan after I started playing this game. Uh, I What brought me to the game, um, I was lying in an Airbnb in Toronto uh, on the so on the wrong time zone really bored one night and just you know apple recommended it to me i think and i was like all right <laughs> sure and uh that was it i mean there there was uh sadly no uh no amazing story really i was just one day i just installed it and kept playing so that's great and vox and king yeah um you star wars fan what got you to start playing uh i'm a huge star wars fan and so are the family one of my kids is named middle name is solo uh so we uh we're kind of all invested and i started playing because i was playing star wars commander and commander didn't have thrawn and thrawn was coming to the game here and i was like oh i want to play with thrawn because he's my favorite star wars character me too so i was like i'm i'm in and then i started playing in 17 and I don't play anything else. This is the only one for me. So, yeah, wife's got to be a Star Wars fan to let you do the middle <laughs> for solo. That's great. Uh, and Lady Geek, you a Star Wars fan? What got you to start playing? You know, I I am a Star Wars fan of the movies. Um, never played any other Star Wars games. Um, I actually I didn't even watch any of the other Star Wars show, uh, shows until I started playing. Uh, we got into comic books at our house a few years back, so I do um, collect the comics. I've got a huge stack that are unread because I spend too much time playing the game. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, there's so many comics I want to go back. I read like all of the old school ones that came out. I guess they're all legacy stuff now. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I haven't read any of the new Disney stuff since um, they took over. I'm really kind of excited to dive into that at some point. Need to start ordering it from the library. Um, and let's see, uh, Lady, are you, are you uh, PvP, PvE? What do you prefer? Uh, PvE, all the way. Okay. You know, the, especially where I am in the game, PvP kind of depends on matchups and and there's just some that I'm never going to win and there's some that I'm embarrassed I got matched up with them. <laughs> yeah, it's the Wild West out in your level of game. Yeah. Um, and Vox and King, uh, PvP, PvE, I assume like we're all going to lean PvE considering we're, you know, kind of what drew us here is Sarah and things like that. Mainly on PvP, hmm. but there's like TV. I really got into light side and hmm. dark side uh, TVs because it was so fun to compare waves. 
So mm -hmm. I like that competitiveness, but the, I guess it's, it's always kind of like, how am I doing compared to other people? So. Oh yeah. I, I'm, as, as much as I shouldn't chase waves, I'm always competing with people for waves and um, mole um, PVP PVE. Well, I prefer PVE ultimately. I like sort of like the, the um, problem solving aspect of it where I can not have to worry about what anyone else is doing in any given point. But on the other hand, all that stuff is present in PVP too, and sometimes in really interesting ways. I do like PVP. I also tend to find, especially at where I am in GAC, that um, it's become, well, I mean, I think actually all players have run into this to a greater or lesser extent. It has become repetitive to a significant degree sometimes. Like I, some weeks I feel very burnt out on it, very unenthusiastic about it. I still play, but I, I it's some, some, some weeks are better than others. Yeah, so. absolutely. Uh, PVP can feel like work sometimes, and then the game overall can feel like a chore. Um, but, uh, uh, on another note, uh, let's see, let's jump around here. So, Vox and King, uh, do you have a favorite team or faction? Uh, ooh, favorite team. You know, I'm really digging Hut Cartel. I don't know why. I just like to see everybody go boom. So, it kind of brings in, uh, you get the blinds, you get the rancor eating people, and then you get the, the Jawa bombs going off. So I really like that cartel. Now, I love that you said the Rancor eating people because this has been a point of contention for me because his ultimate in the raids is he eats people for the insta-kill. And yet, I don't know why they chose for the smash for the animation. Uh, it seems like he should be eating people since it's an insta-kill. <laughs> Drives me nuts. Missed, uh, missed, missed opportunity. <laughs> right? Um, and mole uh do you have a favorite team faction i, I mean not really uh you know I, I i have been enjoying afra an awful lot i get a kick out of that i tend to really be i the ones i like the most tend to be the ones where the faction has been really tightly designed like i really like night sisters i like bad batch not because they're the best i mean they're obviously but they're not but there's something about just the way they've been designed and often at least by today's standards fairly simply designed to nonetheless work together in a in a in a, in a really nice way so i i the, i dig those ones but yeah that's kind of where i fall really quick can i ask Paul a question sure of course with with the night sisters how far have you gotten into their assault battle oh um I well, I haven't done tier three, that's for sure. Um, I've actually, I, I actually haven't, uh, I haven't three starred tier two, largely purely out of laziness at this point. I mean, I know I like, I have a relic nine DACA. I know, I know I have the roster that could technically handle it, but I just find like every you sit down and you mod it correctly, and it's still a crapshoot. And I'm yeah. just sitting there going like, I have I got to go to work. Like I, you know yep. I, I I don't I don't have the I, I don't at some at some point it'll all fall together and it'll work. But at you know <laughs> when the new night sister comes out, yeah. Well, I mean I hope I hope she does uh, simplify it enormously. But who knows. Yeah, you got to put all that work on and then still try it 20 plus times. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Lady Geek, favorite uh, team or faction? 
I I want the Bad Batch so bad. Um, they're backburnered for me, but uh, really looking forward to getting back to them. You know. Okay, great. Yeah, that's exciting at your level. I kind of I saw I was taking a peek at your roster. I saw you had the ninth sister all relicked up. I was kind of wondering where for you, you know, inquisitors come down as a priority, you know, at uh, at your GP. So I've got one more ultimate battle for Java, and then all in on inquisitors with one side farm because I have to contribute to operations. Okay. Got it. Yeah, because it's kind of like Java and Inquisitors are farming priorities 1A and 1B at this point, and it's kind of whichever, I guess you're closest to or whichever you can divert to. Mm -hmm. uh, Zareth was talking a lot about what he would recommend as a preferred, and there's no really no right answer, so great to hear that you're working on that. Um, and then, um, let's see. Let's do, yeah, do you, what character would you guys like to see in the game? Uh, Lady Geek, do you have any like favorite characters you want to see come to the game? So I'm, again, into the comic books, um, particularly been trying to catch up with the High Republic. There's mm -hmm. a lot of High Republic content that's out there. Right? And um, <laughs> something like uh, Keeve Trennis from the comics, um, the Wookiee Jedi, that would be pretty cool. You know, um, books have a, a Wookiee Jedi, so that that would be just fun yeah that's an interesting avenue that this game has not tapped into yet uh, it'll be interesting to see if it ever does pivot to well, hopefully with the acolyte they'll uh they'll start moving into it when that comes out the okay show. It's, a, it's a high republic tv show mm -hmm. so we'll finally start catching up okay that's great uh vox and king any characters you want to see come to the game favorite characters uh, you know the last one that i wanted was mara and she came yeah so i was excited to see her kid about that oh i went i went right for her because i i just she's one of my favorite characters out of legends oh i think you oh uh, you uh mara i thought you uh, yeah i had her i missed yeah her. Mara Jade. Mara, right yep is it mara mara i don't know right i was thinking I mira who's mara. coming i think uh Mar Mar from yeah. Marin. yeah yeah yeah, yeah i don't know i even know that's on me is, so uh <laughs> but what I would love to see, as the name kind of goes, is I would love to see a, and I know it's not an actual character, but a uh, Yuzon Vong contingent, and, and specifically Nominar. Uh, somebody did a AI thing where they can predict the kit, and they did a whole kit for him, and it, it, it all made like actual sense. It was That'd be cool, cool to get a whole faction of that uh, someday. I mean, and that's funny because, you know, you would have never previously thought that could ever be a possibility, but they've really opened the door for these legacy characters mm -hmm. to come to the game. So it's, yeah, uh, not out of the realm. And God knows how long this game's going to run. That they might actually, um, yeah, get into that. Uh, Molly, any, uh, what, what character would you like to see again? You got any favorite characters? Nope. Uh, I don't actually, it's, it's, what I have is not really a character. I mean, all, the game, I mean, I, I read a bunch of the novels and stuff, but uh, uh, most of which I forgot by the time, you know, a long time ago. Mm -hmm. But so there are, I know there are a million characters out there, some of which are interesting, but um, honestly, what I really want more than anything else and what really bothers me isn't in the game at this point is a B-Wing fighter. Okay. I, yes. I, I love the B-Wing. I think it's a fantastic ship. Uh, not the one out of the Rebels show. I mean, the classic Return of the Jedi <laughs> B-Wing. I think it's 
I, I just love that thing. You know, I I played the X-Wing and the TIE Fighter games when they came out when I was, you know, in high school or whenever. And and flying those shit, like the B-Wing is just awesome. So I, I would like to see that. That's awesome. I love when people have a ship that they want to see come to the game. I should really update that question to include ships. Um, yeah, uh, that's just to stick with you. Do you have any quality of life updates you like to see? Well, I can think of two big things. Two, <laughs> yeah. uh, two things that really, but I mean, there are lots, but the two big <laughs> yeah. ones for me, the first is fleet loadouts. Okay. It's just, I don't, I don't, uh, it's just so, I, at, th at this point, it feels dumb that they aren't in the game. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing that I really would like is some kind of Datacron uh, simming, node simming, because that mm -hmm. is the opposite of fun. Mm -hmm. it is whatever their goal is it, it's it's wrong <laughs> it's 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 yeah it's really bringing the game mode down yeah yeah um uh, boxing king uh, any quality of life updates uh the biggest one outside of the the fleet issue um that i'd like to see would be to be able to sim um the end nodes on once you've red created conquest Mm -hmm. just go okay. in and hit sim take my stamina and let's just call it a day because it doesn't matter the stars so yeah at that point it really doesn't no um and lady geek um any quality of life what's affecting you uh, definitely the ship loadouts would be helpful mm -hmm. um and actually the it, some more improvements to the mod management oh i i like the mod management that they introduced, but I think they need to go further. Uh, some of the things like people will actually pay a third party to be able to save a snapshot of their entire mod loadout. Mm -hmm. So if they're willing to pay someone else to do it, that's a good indication that it really should be in game. Yeah, and I've been kind of running into a thing lately where I want to be able to, because I don't think they have it, because you can select how many slices you have on a mod, but I would like to be able to select how many calibrations I have on a, on a mod at this point. Like, because I'm always having to hunt and pack and find the one that's like a 15 or a 25, right? And mm -hmm. and I'm just clicking them over and over and over. It's like, oh, it'd be great if I could just say like one that's three or less, right? Or less than four. So, um, I've been, yeah, that, that's, I encountered that this week. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, and then, yeah, how, just real quick to divert, like uh, yeah, everyone's red created in Conquest. Uh, Lady Geek, let me ask you directly. Um, are you doing hard or normal mode of um, Conquest? I assume hard. I'm doing hard. I'm doing yeah. hard, but I don't go for red crate because okay. um, with the, you know, the cost to switch your um, data disks around and just not quite having the roster. Um, getting Java definitely gets me there that um, I might look to it next time. But I, it, it's really nice to just cut out the, okay, I don't want to do 50 Grandmaster training. And even though that's one that you can kind of cheese, it's like, I just don't want to. <laughs> you know, I get to the gold crate and then I want to go after Datacrons. Okay, really cool. Uh, Mole, uh, on a different vein, do you, how many sims are you doing in Conquest? Are you going up to like the 200s uh, or refreshes? I mean, are you going up to the 200s or like how aggressive are you? Do you have to go after Datacrons? Oh, I, I don't actually sim uh, Datacrons uh, that aggressively. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll do, I'll, I'll just, I'll, um, 
I'll do refreshes sometimes up to two hundreds when I'm just going through conquest, largely yeah. because I have lulls at work and other mm. something something to do. Um, but in terms of datacrons, I don't really uh, refresh like specifically refresh past the fifties. And even then, that's usually only the first month that the datacron is out. And after that, it kind of depends on where things are at and how how much. How, how I feel about it. I, you know, I don't, I don't, I put effort into Datacrons, but not that much effort into Datacrons, so. Gotcha, interesting. Well, kudos to you, yeah, for being able to succeed so well. I mean, I just love to hear that, to know that you do as well as you do in <laughs> Grand Arena uh, with the light uh, focus on Datacrons. Um, and so, yeah, moving on. Um, uh, Vox thinking, what are you currently working on in your roster? Uh, Cal Cestus and kind of those requirements because I think he's going to be the the next thing. Um, I'm passively forming Zori as I go through, but uh, I'm kind of focused on Cal and Sira and those guys as they come out. I think the next legendary there is going to be kind of something that game changes. Uh, and then we're getting third sister next time around. So I've got all her relic nine requirements ready to go so that I can so just jealous. start going. That's awesome. So I'm, I'm excited for her. Yeah. Uh, and Mo, I'm actually going to take it to you real quick. Do you have, is your Zori relic? Where, where's your Zori at? My Zori? Yeah. yeah. She's, I think she's R7. Okay, awesome. Because yeah. um, I just put the Omicron on her, although I obviously don't have the stars on her or anything. I'm hoping she'll do some work at low stars because she seems to be still be viable. But she certainly got holds on three v three. We'll see how five v five goes. But uh, okay, but she's <laughs> she's not hard to beat if you've prepared for it. If you, but she's one of those. It's like you know how she's it's like the the fin fin po team you know nobody nobody well not i shouldn't say nobody certainly where i'm at nobody sits there and puts that at the top of the list of where they should be no one thinks oh i really have to worry about resistance at least we're not used to having to think about that with the exception of galactic legend ray so yeah it, it's if you plan for it it's it's not hard to get through but if you don't you can find yourself in big trouble yeah, that team just starts steamrolling and is hard to kill. So I've only faced it, maybe, I'm, I'm not sure I've been faced it twice, maybe just once. Um, but I knew, I kind of keep an eye out for it, and I knew that I had to prepare for it, you know. So. And also, the, also at the moment, the Datacron is helping with that a great deal. So That's a good point as well, yeah, because, yeah, where I have her, no Datacron or anything. So um, I'm interested to see how the viability yeah, hopefully my opponent is listening. I don't think they know I have a podcast, but um, I threw it on the back wall just to kind of see yeah, what will happen. But I mean, I'm just such a fanboy of the original Finn, Zeta, and team, and Zori came out and seemed like a strong character, and so I really wanted to test it out, test the waters. But um, to ask you a little bit more indirectly, uh, what are you working on right now? Uh, not much. I'm saving. <laughs> I'm I'm largely hoarding. Um, okay. I, I'm I'm not anywhere near Riva. I have 
22 maybe shards okay so I, I i got a little while to go um in fact i might as well not have any <laughs> in, in some ways um so you know i tuscan warrior uh i may end up getting her to uh, finished on friday i'm sort of soft whaling her oh okay um but other than that there's kind of that's yeah there's not anyone to really work on uh for me so yeah gotcha yeah and hopefully next week we'll probably get mirin and see a kit and um see how that release goes and of course trench on monday right so yeah, yeah maybe there's 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 some debate about it. there's you know there's a real question of how quickly they're going to roll out all these uh fallen order characters there could very well be something else in the middle something unrelated right. i don't know what who knows yeah or even go a month without you know or, or something, something yeah you know, who knows so uh, lady geek I, i'm excited to hear what are you working on i guess um you're still getting that java finished up yeah one more battle for java um i'm all in on the inquisitors um i think i want to shore up some uh gac solos where i you know take one character and put the omicron on them and saves me a lot of gear so that i'll have you know uh, maybe a savage to attack with um and then you're only investing in one character as opposed to having to put together a whole team Nice. And that was for Jabba's ultimate, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Great. Great. Yeah. Congrats. I'm excited for you to get that. And especially, and it makes a huge difference in Conquest. Uh, and at so many places in the game, I mean, you're going to notice even for your mod work, it's going to uh, grow so fast once you can start doing the um, second version of... Um, Smuggler's Run. Smuggler's Run. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's going to be really that's cool. the best thing in the game right now for yeah absolutely you don't, the, you don't need the ultimate to do those because i've been doing those as i farmed the ultimate oh i guess that's a good point yeah i guess i'm just excited to have java to be able to do that and i love that it hits right before ga lock so you can kind of get a little bit of a mod boost uh going in there always mm -hmm. that and like tw are kind of the times they because I always like to build up a little bit of uh, resources for my modding, and then, you know, the impetus is TW or GA, where I'll see if I can't get some good rolls. I got a new, I, th I think I got a 28 to 25 and a couple new 20s last time, so that was good. Um, yeah, so uh, <laughs> I guess this is kind of going to lead into... Uh, I'm going to bump a different topic up here because um, this is where we would shout out your guild. And one of our topics today is uh, how to tell if your guild is good. And Vox and King, you, uh, of course, we already kind of talked about your guild, but uh, Mole, you um, got a little bit of a guild story to tell. Yeah. Um, oh, first of all, my current guild, Excelsior Order, is great, actually. I mean, they're really nice people. I've been there for years. Um, it's pretty laid back, uh, maybe a little more laid back than I'd like, but uh, but it's pretty awesome, and you know, uh, and that's a good place to be. Uh, that said, uh, I'm leaving them at the end of the week, uh, uh, and I I I actually got a message, the acknowledgement of that from my guild leader in the middle of this podcast. <laughs> um, so I am I'm, and in fact, I will be joining uh, Vox and King uh, in his guild. Um, Welcome. Yeah, thanks. So that's uh, that's pretty exciting. Um, I I I know 
well, it's Sarah's Guild, so there's a certain focus on TB, uh, shall we say, that is not all we, not in all uh, in other guilds. And I, I, I'm well. I'm looking forward to. Uh, well, I am actually the TB officer. Effectively, I'm the TB officer in my current guild. We don't really formalize that, but. Oh my God, am I tired of telling people they have to deploy? I don't want to, I'm so sick of it. <laughs> and I just, I will be very, very happy to just sit back and do my thing and have someone else have to worry about it. <laughs> so that's great. I guess Sarah won't have to worry about you deploying. And that's, I'm glad that you bring that up too, because the, they've designed this TB to be so great that the minimum is just deploy. It's like the have to. It's just like getting your 600. It shouldn't be said. It's the minimum you have to do uh, outside of anything. And I can, yeah, it, it's infuriating. It is, but you know, that was that, and that was definitely the thinking when that, in that, when it first released, but boy, I mean, and, and I'm sure Sarah can attest to this. It's, yeah, that's the minimum. But if you do more than the minimum, holy cow, can it make a huge difference to how your guild does it? I mean, the, 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 all the, the operations, it's a massive and, and it's been really, I mean, it actually has been pretty amazing shepherding my current guild through it because we started out at 21 stars and we actually just jumped two stars from 25 to 27 in this last one, which was nice. a, actually a huge I mean, I suspect we we would we'd now plateau there for a little while until you know more people get characters relicked up. But but it was it's it's a really good event for um, feeling feeling for uh, small accomplishments uh, spiraling into into bigger ones. So. Yeah, that's great. So you're going to be a dirty blaster. Uh, can yeah. I ask you about how you got recruited or, um, you know? Well, largely, uh, well, frankly, I mean, if you look at my GP, mm -hmm. uh, people ask me to join other guilds every so often. Probably that, all the time, that is, yeah. That is just a thing that happens. And it, all the time, yes and no. I mean, I've no, no, no one from Ma has ever come calling, which is not a complaint. I'm fine with that. <laughs> but, but, uh, but nonetheless... Um, uh, so I don't know, like I've just been in sort of contact with people and every so often, uh, you know, someone will go, Hey, if you're looking for, you know, a new guild, uh, hit me up and, and someone else from, from ODB actually, uh, was in touch with me, uh, and said, uh, Hey, you know, it looks like there may be some changing uh, up happening soon. Are you interested? And I said, yeah, keep me posted. So that's really cool. Well, I'm excited for that new development. I'm sure it's going to be a huge loss for your old guild, and they'll um, figure it out. But, uh, you know, I think it certainly happens where you can kind of outgrow your guild, right? Um, you know, just uh, sentiments change or the diligence, you know, um, the work that you put in, and, you know, especially the CG keeps putting this new emphasis, especially with new raid coming, you know, um, where, you know, your account is dependent on for your success is dependent on 49 other people, you know, and the better those 49 people do, the easier it makes the game for you to play. And that can certainly get frustrating when, uh, you know, there's a group of that that isn't on the same page with you and your ambitions. You know? Well, absolutely. I mean, it's the way, it's like the way I feel about TW, like, 
I don't actually care about winning TW all that much. I'd rather win than lose, obviously, but that's not where my interest is. At the same time, I want everybody to be in and try. Like that's, I don't, you know, I, what, what I hate is losing because we just didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Didn't do much, didn't, didn't even try really. That's where the frustration is for me, so. Yeah. Uh, Lady Geek, I'm going to switch over to you because you actually also have a bit of an interesting guild interaction of late. Um, it sounded like you were mentioning you had recently changed guilds. I've changed guilds twice this year. Oh, wow. It's <laughs> oh, a lot. It goes, it, yeah, it's a little bit uh, deeper than you even realized. So okay. I, um, Let's take us to the depths. Right. So the the guild I was in at the end of last year, I was an officer in there for a few years. And when I started because of, you know, mergers and splits and combinations and this and that, I was actually grandfathered in where I had about just over 3 million GP and the average in the guild was close to six. Um, And so, you know, I worked my butt off. just to justify my being there and found that, you know, once I started passing people in GP, it was because, you know, they were, they were a great guild. They're very friendly. They're, they're great people. Not when you ask about what makes a good guild, a good guild is one that matches your level of commitment. And these guys were perfect. Um, you know, for the level of commitment that everyone there was interested in. They got the GP up high enough so that you'd sign up for territory wars and nobody nobody hounded you to set defenses, nobody hounded you to attack. And, you know, if, if it was a favorable matchup, we might win, but most of them we just kind of ignored, you know. Um, and it, it, it worked for, you know, a lot of, other people for a long time just because you do need casual guilds too you need guilds where nobody cares about you know uh, being on the game seven times a day and having to track down people to do things so what what ended up happening is i joined the um 50 shards of cam server um it was one of my okay if i'm going to justify myself being here i better build up my you know my team to go after Cam. And after, um, you know, I was the lowest GP in the guild and one of three people contributing Cam shards. And then I noticed that there weren't a lot of people who were even interested in going after Cam. And just got to the point where I thought, you know, if, if I ever want to get Cam, I'm just going to have to leave. And I was, again, I think I was more engaged than the other people there. I was ready to make the step forward. And um, one of the people that I made friends with on the CAM server had an opening. You know, a lot of people get openings these days. It's pretty easy to find a new guild. Um, And so it it was a smaller guild, um, independent guild, but they really dominated in territory wars. That made me a little bit nervous because, oh my God, I'm going to actually have to do territory wars now. Um, They worked really hard at TB and it just so turned out that I, actually at the end of last year, I was doing the TB uh, setup for my current guild and for his guild. So uh, after the first year, I'm like, okay, if I'm going to do your territory battles, I'm just going to join you guys. 
uh, <laughs> and uh, it just so happened that a few key people left. I, it, I actually asked somebody, am I doing something wrong? Because I joined here and all of a sudden things aren't looking great. Um, and we reached out to the Hoth Ski Patrol Alliance and wanted to keep the core group of people together. And I think we brought in 25 people into the Alliance, uh, found some homes for the majority of the other uh, 20 people that we had. And, uh, you know, just adjusting to the new guild. It's, it's interesting. Wow. So you guys did a merger. We did, and it was it was a it was a weird merger because it was fifteen going to Hoth Ski Rescue and ten going to Hoth Ski Rangers, you know. So um, we like to think we're still all together because we're in the alliance, but really it 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 was quite the split. And that, let me tell you, that was that was a ton of coordination. Um, and though the officers at the Hothski Alliance were just fantastic in getting us in place and making us feel good about the, the, the transition. That's amazing. Uh, well, I'm really, yeah, happy to hear it. It sounds like you've uh, found a much happier home at the moment, yeah, with the Alliance. Sure. And then are you currently doing LightSight? Geo, or are you? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> okay, so you guys are full force now into the ROTE. Absolutely. I, I made that mistake with Cam. I will not make that same mistake with Reva. We'll, we'll, I will yeah. be in a guild that goes after those shards. Yeah, that's been a, I won't say it's a frustration because it's, I still need to kind of see, I haven't looked yet how many people in my guild picked up uh, GI, but you know, it's a common thing for a lot of people not to have uh, the seven GI yet, or at least not to have a guild of 50 GI. Um, I think that'll be more common, especially after the next release. I think it goes into the journey guide. Should, um, yeah. So probably three months. So we'll see it in the journey guide, and then no one will have any excuse. So I guess I'm kind of uh, personally giving the benefit of the doubt until that happens. Um, but yeah, it's an interesting dynamic you're talking about there with the, you know, the struggle of CAM where you're succeeding. But uh, again, you just I was saying, you're relying on Freud and on other people that aren't getting your shards. <laughs> uh, it's rough. So um, yeah, Vox and King. Um, I guess you want to say some nice things about <laughs> old dirty blasters, you know? I mean, I guess uh, Molepoki's already sold. Uh, yeah on the yeah. uh, elevator pitch for the guild. But, uh, you know, it seems like you guys have a really good thing going there with good officers. Of course, Sarah is running your TPs, which, you know, I can't imagine the amount of time that she puts into, you know, making sure you guys are successful on the TV side. But I know that you guys also have dedicated um, TW officers and people who work really mm -hmm. hard um, on those aspects of the guild as well. Yeah, you know, when you ask about what makes a guild good, we all have individual, you know, passions for this game and any guild that fuels those passions and will help you and support you when you have questions and, and things like that. That's what makes a guild really good. And for us, we have guys that, you know, cause I'm, I'll be honest, I'm the laziest dude ever. 
when it comes to remembering what a what team beats what. I have to type it in all the time and be like, what was it again? I can't remember names. I can't remember anything. So they're real good about, hey, no worries. And then, you know, my trade-off is I'll make sure that I have whatever it is that I need to to fight that battle, you know, and, and help the guild. Um, and so for me, I don't like to do Omicrons for TTAP. I have three or I have four that have been applied, but it's not my focus. I focus on the GAC on these. We put them on there, we, you know, do that. But my guild doesn't give me a hard time about that. You know, every now and then they'll be like, hey, if you get an extra one, throw it on Giovanni. Okay, no worries. Throw it on there. It goes. But it's not, there's no forced farms, you know, because I, I, would, I wouldn't be into that. So, and everything I want to accomplish in the game, my guild does everything I can to, to help that. And that's what makes it a good guild. And there's a lot of people out there with a lot of different directions and their guilds hopefully fit them the same way. So boy, uh, it really does. It's, it's the people that make, um, yeah, the guild really work for you. I was going to say with the TW Omicrons, you know, it really comes down to, if you have an extra one, right? But it's it's rarely at a point yet with Omicrons to have extras. I think I, I have 60 and I just had one that I put on um, Zori. Uh, but yeah, with the TW threshold for an Omicron viability has to be way up there for me to really dedicate it um, out there. And I'm, I'm always looking, I'm, I'm always more than willing to personally do, do one for that, but uh, I just really want it to get my bang for my buck. And Phasma hasn't quite done it for me. I'm kind of waiting to see how uh, Poggle, you know, really works on the testing mm -hmm. to see if that, but I'm not, I'm not sure the Poggle is really going to take it over. And I, but I, and then I know um, the droid uh, has also, um, Droidica. Droidica, thank you, has, uh, been causing a lot of problems as well because so another one that's been really interesting of late but um i don't know that any of them have moved the needle on me to quite pull the trigger on those yet but uh you know maybe i'll see some more testing that'll perk my interest and we'll see if i do it which will be very exciting um so lastly i just want to say yeah you know it's really the people um everyone in my guild they're awful yeah they're the worst no, no, I, I I love the people in my guild. Uh, been with them for so long. Uh, I'm such an asshole with, uh, in my guild, and I appreciate that they tolerate me. Um, with that said, let's move on to our next topic. Um, let's talk a little bit about three v three. Three v three just ended. Um, we're getting gearing up for five v five. Mole, I'm going to start with you. Um, are do you enjoy? Are you a three v three guy? I'm fine. I'm fine okay with three v three. Yeah. Okay. I three v although I must say it's it's I it makes me very thankful that when CG changed the structure of JCs from four weeks to three weeks because up by the fourth week of three v three oh yes. my god that was always just brutal it's still like by the third week I'm ready for it to end but it's not nearly as bad as it was but I I enjoy three v three I I I don't I mean I understand that it's a game that is generally structured around five v five and why it bugs a lot of people to have to switch it up but switching it up is interesting 3v3 every time there's some weird stuff in there and there are some strange interactions much more in, in 
for the most part, more so than in 5v5, in my experience. And I and that's that keeps it interesting. That keeps it 3v3, I find, is generally fresher. It's it's don't it's a it's a pain, but it's it's interesting. So that's a real interesting trade-off. Yeah, it, it can be a bit burdensome, but it does keep it fresh. Because otherwise, I agree with you. I think we would get bogged down by constant 5v5 um, or just seeing the same things tending, you know, over and over. Um, and then, yeah, so gosh, to point out that we went to three weeks. And even it's it, it, three weeks seems perfect because even going into that last battle, whether it's three v three or five v five, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad this is the last round. I need and I need a week off. So, although the week off now is like so much work because it's like the week off we're hitting like TB and conquest. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh, what a slog. It's and true. then yeah, and then by the time you know GA comes back around, I don't feel like I'm well rested for another round of GA. I'm like, oh, I am exhausted, and now I have to start trying again for GA. So real interesting. Um, but I kind of want to ask you a little bit about um how three v this last um round of three v three went for you, your record, um, you know where you're living in um you know Kyber One. So I I think I went two and three the first week. I went zero and three the second week, and then I went three and three the third week. The second week I had risen to around seventy five, and That's I awesome. do not belong that high up in Kyber One. It, it there is there is I mean I am not trying to be self deprecating like I am not. Zareth, you know, I am I am not Skelterix. I am not an amazing player. I'm a decent player. Like I should be maybe in the top 500, but I should not be in the top 75. But the way GAC is structured is you can be terrible and but full clear your opponent and your opponent can be great and full clear you and get stuck on a ship and that's it. That is it. That you have won and they have lost. And I had two of those in the first week. Um, I mean, I don't want to pretend like it's not all luck. Like you know, I tried and whatever. Else. But nonetheless, it, it. I I ended up higher than I should be, <laughs> and I and I was not sad to get knocked down. Mm -hmm. um, you know, now now I'm actually with the squish. I ended up back in the top two hundred. In uh, by the time. Well, of course, with and with three wins at the end of the, the last season, I end up back in the top 200. But it's still like that's still way better than top 100. Oh mm -hmm. man, it, it's it's you know, yeah. Okay, so you didn't necessarily enjoy being up that high, although well, it, it, it's it nice at least you like, have the bearing rates. It's yeah, interesting it. being in the same bracket as like Arnold and stuff like that, like because I. You know, I would love to see myself get slaughtered on a two and a half hour stream. What a joy. But um, but nonetheless, it was that didn't happen. But uh, but yeah, it's you know, you, you end up with people who like my mods are OK, but they're not better than OK. And you but you but once you're up that high, like everybody's they're starting to hone in on perfection. And it's like, oh, my God. I, I am there. I feel like I was, that's when you feel like you're out of your league. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Uh, I, 
have a very similar account to um, Calvin, Calvin Awesome, and he's such a better player than me. And so I'm always kind of trying to measure against him because we have such similar accounts. But he was up in the 300s uh very recently and i was like oh my god like he's just killing it and then i went and looked today and i watched his stream today which was great and his, he was like i'm just trying to stay in kyber one and i was like what are you talking about you were like just in 300 and his yeah ga was just a vertical line down like on his account i was like oh boy yeah he something happened i mean you know he just flew too close to the stunt of the sun and then you just get knocked down and so yeah I'm, I'm anxious to watch him climb back up and see how he does but i was right there I had my personal 3v3 season was decent and then but it, no matter like how good I did like every win I was still couldn't quite get, get any space away from the cutoff between Kyber one and so I, I just knew it was coming I, I was going to get relegated I just couldn't uh, race so far enough away from that uh, cutoff point and so yeah, I'm in Kyber 2 now, or at least I will be as soon as uh, this match ends, whether I win or lose. So uh, that'll be fun. It'll be interesting to see because it was, I think it was around the 1300s or so um, at the end. I was top 1000s, 1300, 1000. But I think after this first round, I'm, I'm really anxious to see where the cutoff is if it's above 1000. If like only if less than 1000 people are in Kyber 1 now. That's what I'm really curious to see what happens. Uh, anyway, Fox and King, uh, 3v3, uh, how'd you do? Are you, do you enjoy it? Uh, so I started 3v3 kind of right at the precipice of getting relegated, went five and four, and then got relegated. So, <laughs> you know, like you just, that squish gets you. I'm sitting right under the line. But what I loved about 3v3, and what I love about this stuff in general is whenever I can get with somebody and we'll stream battles together, if, if nobody's actually streamed with somebody and, and talked to them through Discord and, and stuff and said, hey, let's just go. And we, we did it like he attacked one and then I did two, then he did two, then I did two, then, and we just went back and forth. And there was, it was all fun and it was about an hour and a half of just i mean you were into it it was intense and it was just so fun i ended up losing that match by like seven banners or something but i ended up gaining somebody that i talk to regularly now um, and get advice from and so that to me is is more filling than which kyber division i'm in even though i I do want to get back into into one because you know I don't I don't know how you don't you go more than five hundred and and then end up getting relegated. So you know, thanks CG, appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, I was the same way, and I actually see your name commonly when we we kind of live around the same area. We bounce around, I should say, in the same areas because I'll always kind of see you um, in the same areas, but then that's kind of in the middle of ga rounds mm -hmm. and but then by the end of the ga round it's like we're out I, we're not i'm never see you in my 50 50 list necessarily so um my list you can 50. get on good runs and and then you can just totally get smoked you know mm -hmm. where you're 
all of a sudden you've lost four in a row and you're just looking around like, what, what just happened? I mean, mm. my last battle, I, I won it, but I lost fleets. I had Radis, I had Piet, and and I had Negotiator, and I ended up not being able to clear the ships. <laughs> I, it was just like every counter, I nothing worked. I, I don't know what, what happened. I'd lost every RNG battle. Luckily, I'd, I'd done enough in, in tunes to beat him, but I mean, I'm sure he looked at his stuff going, what? How did this clown beat me? It just made no sense. But I was lucky and yet still got relegated. Uh, typically, I have a winning record in 3v3. I think just kind of mole like you were saying. I don't know if it uh, just kind of goes that way where, uh, it's, I don't know, I don't want to say it's easier, but maybe less interest. And, uh, you know, I, I don't feel like I necessarily try any harder, but I just... Uh, it, do a little bit better and yeah but then 5v5 comes and i just get mauled I, I i don't know why but i just do so bad in 5v5 so i have very small hopes as much as part of as i'm going to try to get back into kyber one uh same with you yeah boxing king we'll uh, be there together trying to claw our way back in um lady geek let's talk about your 3v3 a little bit um do you enjoy 3v3 you prefer 5v5 and how'd your last uh round go well, you know how all the, the serious uh, PvP players tend to hate the 3v3 and they let themselves drop. They maybe don't pay attention. Well, when half the people drop, half the people step up. And so I, I see 3v3 as my opportunity. Um, plus, the battles go a little bit quicker. I know you have to do more battles, but it it it's not as much of a slog for me. So um so I actually, I think I went, the other, the other good thing was, you know, I uh, unlocked Jabba during the 3v3s. So I went eight and one. Um, <laughs> but I, I mentioned earlier, you know, sometimes I'm embarrassed with who I get matched up against because here I am with my three GLs and I'm matching somebody who, you know, has one unlocked and uh, that's, it's like okay, well, this is this is going to be a fun one. I put my Java down on defense, and nobody cleared him. <laughs> but I, you know, I'm I'm way down in the chromiums. Uh, need to get back up to erodiums. I don't know that it'll happen in five v five, but uh, next three v three season, I'll hit it hard again. Yeah, I do tend to see my crystal increase. Uh... <laughs> rate to go up the highest when uh, they're 3v3 seven. So do you find yourself slingshotting a lot where as soon as 5v5 comes back, all of a sudden you're facing opponents that you're not seeing in 3v3 because those 3v3 people may, maybe more 3v3 people have fallen? Yeah, I, I just know that the first, especially the first week of the 5v5, it, I, I just get slaughtered. <laughs> Okay, there's like an adjustment period there. Yeah, yeah. And maybe it won't happen again. Right after you unlock a GL, you tend to rise up a little bit. So uh, maybe I'll coast through this one. But uh, yeah, the first week is usually pretty brutal. Hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, uh, I wish you the best for this coming week. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Oh, and uh, Boxing King, I wanted to actually get back to you and ask real quick, because you had talked about streaming. Um, is this something that you, like, um, how do I want to ask this? Do you commonly reach out and talk to your opponents? And then, like, what's the impetus in which you might ask them to stream? Like, how often does that happen? So 
I actually am a part of two different servers that stream and have had the opportunity to play a couple guys in there and, and do that. I don't ever reach out to anybody in game. Um, I'm a, like a hermit crab that way. But if anybody ever reaches out to me, I always talk with them and stuff. Uh, but like if I ever get the opportunity to play with somebody, oh, it's, it, it takes you back to when, you know, for me, you're sitting next to your buddy and, and he's going and, you know, you're, you're playing on Nintendo together and you're right next to each other and you're going and, you know, this is, it brings that memory back to me. It just makes me happy win or lose it's and it's so fun so uh but yeah i don't reach out i i don't i i let them come to me and unless there's somebody i already know then uh then i try to get them to stream with me and have some fun okay so it sounds like there's kind of a connection between another server for the instances where you may have streamed previously there was an acknowledgement mm -hmm. of you know you knowing someone or they may have uh, recognized your name um i very side note so I know oh. my guy just attacked and lost. <laughs> oh, we're getting some real time. <laughs> nice. Yeah, nice. Very uh, excited action. about that. Yeah, that's great. See how yeah. everybody smiles. Yeah. Yeah, I jumped in and killed uh, my opponent's job on my way home just to put a little points on the board. Um, I have had, I think, two, maybe three people recognize my name. Um, and they're like, gosh, you're such an asshole. I'm like, oh, you must be thinking of Oxen King. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but I, each of those times I did also ask if they wanted to stream. So I thought it'd be fun if they wanted to do it on the HNN server because um, people could watch. Um, but no one's, it, it, I don't think it's necessarily been that they haven't wanted to, but scheduling has just been really hard because they're like, oh, I only do it at this time in the morning and that's too, either too early for me or they, I, I'm not available at night. So it's never really worked out, but, um, it's something I've always really wanted to do. So, um, I might start, yeah, reaching out to people more. I actually did reach out the, my current opponent has a interesting name and a name that interested me. So I kind of um, reached out to them just to ask them about it. And so we've been, but you know, that's led to chat, chatting about the game and stuff. So we'll see what happens. But um, I, I really like that you put that out there. I'm going to keep that um, in mind um, going forward. Uh, shifting gears, next topic, um, Seer and Cal Kestis um, are in game now. Um, and I'm going to start here with you, Mole. Um, have you worked at all on Seer Calcastus, a part A of the question. And then two, um, have you seen any of the gameplay with them? Do you have any plans for them? So I have them both relic. Cool. Um I tell. have I used Cal in 3v3 on a Ray squad. Like Ray, Ray, Ben, uh Cal. Yeah, got a hold once. It didn't get a hold the other time, so I, I don't know how much of an impression. I mean, I guess getting a hold uh, uh, is something. So you know, I'm not knocking it, but I, I, I'm not sold on it being amazing necessarily. I, I mean, I have to say, I think they're great. I think I love that they are in the game, not because I think they are the greatest characters ever, but I. Between those two and Afra, I think it is wonderful that CG is focusing on stats that aren't speed. Yep. 
Um, I, I like Afra's focus on potency, just as like this is a thing that you know powers her up in a particular way. And I really like, you know, I I really like Seer and Cal's like yeah, speed is and the speed is the enemy. In fact, um, as to how that'll work in the long term or whatever, I don't know. I've put them on defense. Um, I've put a Seer, Cal, and then. I don't know. I crew and I'm t- and I think two and two other uh, unaligned force users. I don't know if it's going to get any holds or not. I I I don't know what I'd do if I saw it. Because hmm. um, it, it's I know it's not unbeatable, but I also unless you can take Seer out very very quickly, I think it could be really. I mean, at the very least, I think it will steal some banners. Let's put it that way. I think I think it will be a in that sense. But I don't know. Um, you know, like the the other characters, like I have put zero. I mean, except for the fact that I took Goddard Relics, I have basically put zero effort into Fulcrum ever. Mm. So I'm just like, I mean, the only like I took five minutes to to actually reduce her speed and put try to find some. Uh, sort, of, sort of what I would have normally identified as crummy mods with low speed, but high, maybe higher offense, and put them on her. But other than that, like I've never, I've never given. I don't. I literally, I'm not sure I ever put her on a. Maybe once when I started out, you know, but I never put her on a team. You know, I haven't. So it's, we'll see. Mm-hmm. But I, but but conceptually, big fan. I think, I think playing with you know i think subverting the the systems that they have in place uh in this way is a, is a great idea for cg yeah it's really cool they certainly are getting very creative yeah, yeah. um and fox and king any um have you seen any of the gameplay um with them or uh, any thoughts on those two as they've been released into the game i just watched a uh i watched a cow on a Ray team today, and that Ray team was, it was ridiculous. Um, it completely smoked uh, C and mm. the uh, C counter. C counter, and what was the other one? Oh, it, it took out multiple GL. teams. Okay, gotcha. Two GLs. Two GLs, and, yeah. What was the other one? Uh, Jedi Master Luke. Oh, okay. With gotcha. with Jedi Knight Luke. Soft counters, yeah. On there, and yeah. yeah, they didn't have a chance. There's just wow. the protection up was too much, and so watching that, I was like, oh, I might have to hit some refresh on uh, <laughs> on some seven stars there because mm-hmm. they they're gonna do more for me than I think uh, Trench will. So, it's gonna be interesting to see where he fits. Uh, Lady Kid, did you see any of the gameplay um, with Sierra Cal Kestis and have any um, thoughts? Uh, I have my blinders on because <laughs> that's right. <laughs> all in on the Inquisitors. You know, we've we've got to get that up and running for our, our TV. And sometimes you can't watch them and go, "I want that so bad." Sometimes you just got to yeah. put the on and go you know what no i am completely focused i'm going to get this done right now um and the advantage is once in a while you know thankfully we'll we'll have people who have played with them for a couple months and we'll know exactly 
you know, do I want to invest time in them next or not? You know, so um, that's that's one advantage of going a little bit slower is that other people jump on it and you can learn from what they they find out. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I was kind of wondering how that how new characters coming to the game, you know, where they are on your radar uh, as a mid game, because obviously they would seem far away, way off and they're constantly moving the goalposts of, you know, catching up. So that's kind of interesting to hear. You just have to really stay focused on whatever it is you're working on. Um, with Seer, yeah, definitely. I think on defense, I'm interested to kind of hear more how that works for you. I agree, Sir will probably get a kill. It's going to be hard to kill her fast enough that she doesn't get like her little Rexalate that she's going to get. I don't know. We're going to call that a Cyrillate. Ooh, that's um, a good one. Uh, um, but I really wonder. I'm voting for when she destroys people, she serrates them. We have a winner. Yeah, but anyway. Um, uh, but I agree with you, Vox and King. It, Cal looks so good on a Ray team. I And I'm not quite impressed enough from what I've seen from the Seer team that I think the Seer team as a unit is going to be more worthwhile than just pulling Cal out onto Ray with the heel and the durability mm -hmm. and the whatever. It almost seems like a sub lifter <laughs> for Ray. It, yeah, uh, it, it was ugly. Yeah, so it, it, it's kind of interesting, yeah, especially Mole to kind of hear um, where you're going to land on it, having now getting to kind of experience both, you know. Yeah, and uh, I actually was thinking about putting Cal on it and just leaving Seer out entirely, but A, I want to see how it goes, and B, I'm yeah. trying a different experiment with Ray this time around. Mm. I'm doing the, um, I mean, Zareth-inspired um, mm -hmm. uh a sortie and l3 on with ray with sortie's uh uh datacron yep you're just mean well that's, you know that's just can, mean. I can i tell you something my opponent said it and it wasn't hard to beat oh okay very cool and what <laughs> did you use did you use it yeah what did you use yeah. i used the world's most vanilla slkr first order yep. squad okay and because because i mean it was not great banners but mm -hmm. Kylo, he, but SLKR is just going to keep ramping his mastery to the point where it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Like that, like he's, he's going to knock out Sorty and yep. L3 and everything else. Yeah. So, I mean, I could see it if, if somebody had used their SLKR somewhere else, I could see it maybe starting to throw them off, but I, I suspect it could also be Lord Vader. Mm. So yeah, as know, long as I may, I may try, I may flip it up. Or flip it around and and you put Cal in there next time and see how he does, but we'll see. Interesting. Yeah, as long as you're properly timing Slicker's alts, that's yeah, definitely doable uh, and seemingly more consistent in those cases. Because uh, I think as the if you're trying to use Starkiller though, on that, you had mm -hmm. better have the Omicron for the dis the group dispel because it becomes really difficult. Because uh, you have to kill Shorty before you can get Ben out of stealth. Uh, that caught me off guard the first time I played it because I didn't have that Omicron. And I, I, I kind of really 
like that Omicron, quite frankly. I, I put it on and now I've just been loving it. Um, but that was the impetus that got me to put that Datacron on because I faced a shorty and, um, you know, and like he went under stealth and I was just like, oh, shit, what is this? I, I wasn't ready for it the first time I did. I wasn't uh, aware that that I, it was. I'm not sure that I wasn't aware that interaction was going to happen, but I guess I never realized like he's never coming out of stealth and you've got to get mm -hmm. through the whole team and kill shorty and then you can start doing the ray puzzle. So, um, yeah, pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool there. So uh, I also look at Shorty, who I don't have geared up yet, uh, in terms of maybe doing that sort of a situation as well. Um, but I'm really wondering if Seer's going to get more tunes to kind of put to lift her up, if any of the other... I mean, we don't really know where... Um, uh, who's the... Yes. Saw, saw, saw. thank you. We don't know where Saw is going to land, although he's not going to be an unaligned forest user, obviously. Um, no. But yeah, I'll just be yeah interesting to kind of see while that lands. And then the other thing with Seer, with her kit that I thought was really interesting in the testing was initially reading the kit, you're like, oh, there's all this ramping here. But in the testing, you realize the ramping almost counters itself because they only ramp until the first person on the team takes a turn but they're gaining turn meter every time the other team is going so it's not like you can really set up an unlimited amount of turns i mean mm -hmm. at most you're looking at a four or five uh, facing a team that takes a lot of turns right yeah but and but that was smart i mean thank god <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, like if you if, if CG hadn't put in that turn meter gain, yeah. you would end up with these like as soon as Seer goes, she one shots anyone she could probably like it, Well, they also put the limit on her power. So I guess there's, yes. there's that too. But but like, you know, it, you could I could easily see, you know, all of a sudden you have these squads with like 100%, 100% more offense and whatever the other stats are. And it's just like, it would be really bad. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I think there's definitely a difficulty threading that needle, and I guess watching the testing, I almost wonder if they throttled it a little bit too much, mm. where that five, like hitting a five or six max, you know, on the ramp doesn't quite do it enough, but again, it's still early, and I'm sure people smarter than me and, you know, will figure out how to really properly tune it, and maybe they'll be getting some really amazing stuff out of it. So again, it's so early to tell, but uh, I just, again, it's a dynamic we haven't really seen ever before in the game, and it's going to be really cool to see how that all pans out. Um, moving on to the next topic, uh, we have uh, Potential Sith fleet. They've been hinting it a little bit. Um, and maybe a Fury class interceptor. I'm going to start with this question. Lady, I'm going to start with you. Do you think the next conquest tune will be the Fury class interceptor, a tune, or a lifter unit? Well, we haven't really had a lifter unit but I really hope it's going to be the ship. Okay. You'd like to see that ship come out. Okay, great. Uh, posing that to everyone. Uh, Boxing King, what do you think? How many? Uh, we, we got trench this time. What did we have last one? Wasn't it a ship? It was a ship. And they've always gone character, character, ship. 
So yeah. next in their sequence should be a character. But, you know, I, uh, and I ask this, and I am also in this camp. I feel like it's got to be a character because that's what they've always done. But I also could see them, you know, changing the trend. They could change the trend at any time, quite frankly. Well, we've got, you know, we've got the Rebel stuff coming up. And then we've got, usually they've been doing the one big capital ship shows up in September. And I can see oh. that one coming. Then that's just kind of my thought process is we need one more character and then they're going to give us a Sith ship in Conquest that goes with this um, Cap ship. Because right now I think we've got like non-Empire Sith. We've got three, I think, something like that. All I know is I finished my last star farm on ships and it was our good friend uh, the sith assassin ship <laughs> i finally got that that was my last one and i was like i just i'm gonna get this done and i got it done and now all my ships are starred they're all leveled up to their maximum abilities and it's like it feels good it just feels good to have that done and know that if they do drop the ship i'm gonna be like i'm right here for you Mr. Ship, let's go have fun. So, I think it's so funny that you are as far as you are in the game and you just finished that ship because really it hasn't had any relevance or any, there's been no pressure to get that ship done whatsoever. But now, one now reason. you are ready, right? And oh, I, if we no, do no, get a capital. A oh, okay. What's the, yeah. It's for, it's for rope TV because you put it in and it gets killed. And then you can actually do the first uh, mission. That was the reason <laughs> okay but i stuck with it gotcha so um, there you go <laughs> yeah i certainly think if we get a capital ship for that fleet it is going to have to do a lot of heavy lifting in that kit to bring mm. that fleet into relevance um mole what do you think um you know with a sith fleet coming or you know where we'll see the interceptor fury class yeah, i mean I would, I would love for the next conquest unit to be a ship because I love, I want the opportunity to save some Zetas and some Omicrons. And, mm. you know, it's, uh, I mean, well, well, I'm sure we'll talk about Trench later about whether or not it's mm. worth all the Omicrons and stuff. But, um, uh, but I suspect it's going to be a character. I would love for it to be a lifter. I would love for it to be a sea lifter. Mm -hmm. um, beca because with, sees current lifter watt um leaving <laughs> uh basically moving to a trench team you know uh depending on how trench ends up being i mean c's relevance is gonna is 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 on the decline and i would like to see all the gls you know relatively comparable and and it feels like c is is, is losing ground so yeah, I couldn't agree with more. I land on the same place. I hope. I think it's going to be a character if it follows the trend, and if it's a character, I really hope that CG has the foresight to be like, okay, we just released a tune. We want that tune to pull Watt. C uses Watt. It's time. Now is the time to release C's lifter. Um, it would all just come together and mesh so well that uh, it would be really cool to see them uh, 
I don't know, be not smart enough is not the right word, but at least have the force. Could a sea lifter also come with a marquee Sith ship? Hmm, interesting. Yeah, because he did have probably that. not immediately. Yeah. Well, I mean, they to set up the cap ship in September. Yeah, I mean, I could see them do. I could see them doing it for a ship they released in July or something like that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that I could see. Okay. Yeah, that's an interesting um, idea there. Well, I don't want to spend too much time on that because uh, you know it's just something I think that's on the horizon. Um, kind of interesting situation that we may see a new Sith fleet coming. You know, I always wonder. Yeah, if like C's lifter is what is it? General Pride. Is that what it was? Um, you know, it's going to be hard for him not to be an Imperial trooper. <laughs> you know, like, does he get pulled into troopers? You know, if, would he get a capital ship or something? So, yeah, there's a lot of potential there, certainly if it was him, um, for him to do a lot of interesting things uh, into the game. But he only synergizes with Sith, right? So if... I'm, so Seize Lifter would have to would Seize Lifter have to be a Sith? Yeah. Does anyone have yeah, okay. Yeah. So but I mean they made you know they made uh so I guess Red, Red Trooper Red Trooper has a Sith tag. So they could if no other reason they could justify pride okay. having a Sith tag that way. Maybe, okay. You know. Yeah, or maybe, you know, that is a, a reason to do Snoke, you know, would be a viable lifter for C considering Snoke was uh, in canon wise would be seen as underneath C. Or maybe it's something weird like the way Ben doesn't have a resistance tag and yet is a lifter for Ray. I who knows. I right. Know. I guess that's a good point too. You can always like write it into the kit that it he just lifts everything that doesn't necessarily need to synergize with what C does. Good point. Good points all around. I'm giving you all a point. Um let's talk about trench. Uh trench is coming to the game. Boy it's interesting to see, you know, and this is the kind of way I feel like Seer, like Seer might be skippable. I mean, I, yeah, Seer is going to be needed as a requirement, so maybe take it to R5 anyway. Too early to tell. But with Trench, I, I'm just wondering, I, I still have this bad Cyan of Django taste in my mouth. And where, like, as soon as Sign of Django came out, and what what Cat was right before Sign of Django, so it set this precedent of like, boy, the Conquest tunes are amazing. I'm just going all the way with this tune. His kit looks good, and then I don't ever feel like he fulfilled it. So I'm going to be much more cautious with Trench personally, and I, I'm going to wait to. I mean, I'll start gearing him probably, obviously, um, a little ways. But I'm definitely not putting any Omicrons on him. I want to see what this guy does before I go full force investing with him personally. But I want to ask kind of you guys, what's your temperature on Trench coming to the game on Monday? What are your plans? Uh, let's start with you, Voxen King. <laughs> um, for me, the uh, the big thing is I love Simon Django. In fact, I gave him two Omicrons and he beats a GL. So I'm happy with that. But Trench, I don't know if Trench is beating GLs. If he is, maybe using it. I'll Relic 5 him so that he can go on a team and we can use a Datacron. But that'll be kind of the extent of that, um, you know, investment right now. I was going to Relic 7 him, but I kind of pulled back on that. I decided to Relic 7 Jupio instead. 
Uh, and Mole, um, what are your plans for Trench? I'm sort of where I am where you are. Uh, you know, I, I didn't love, um, I, I haven't loved Scion of Django. I'm glad he's finally getting his due maybe with Tuscans, at least in 3v3. But, um, but he, he hasn't done wonders for me. Um, you know, I, I, and there are, I mean, I'll certainly, again, I'll take it, I'll take him to Relic 5 or somewhere. Maybe maybe Relic Seven, I guess, depending on how much material I have kicking around, but certainly to Relic Five. But I don't re and I'll put all the Zetas on them. I don't feel super enthusiastic about his Omicrons, not because I don't think. I mean, they're certainly on paper they're good, but what I fi I'm finding right now is there are a lot of unknowns uh, sitting out there in terms of Omicrons, uh, especially things like like I have when when Trench comes out next Monday or is it finally available next Monday, I will be two Omicrons short uh, from being able to put three on them. So fine. There's It's TB that week anyway. So by the time the next TW rolls around, I could have three Omicrons on them. But then I think about, you know, something I never would have suspected I would care about, say, three months ago or six months ago. Do Am I going to want the a raid Omicron on Boosh? Mm -hmm. Like there's, you know, there's, there's a lot of unknowns down the, with, uh, with that down the line. Like I, I'm not super tempted by this because I actually I find it somewhat repugnant, but like, do I want to do fulcrum and Cal? Um, do I, you know, do I, I'm sorry, Cal's that's, I, it's off topic, but Cal's Omicron is, I find deeply upsetting <laughs> and I don't like it, but nonetheless, like it may be worthwhile doing, um, you know, like it get poggle. I don't know. Is Poggle good? I mean, yeah, I've seen some video that shows him good, but is no, is he really good? I don't know. I, I, but there's enough uncertain. Like I'm kind of tempted by the Tuscan Elder, Omicron. Um, so there's enough pretty, like at least pretty good Omicrons out there that I might want to place. That I'm just not sure if Trench is where I want to put that effort in. And I want to. And, and if nothing else, I want to make bloody sure that. The, you know when the when the crate dragon raid starts um mm -hmm. you know at least by the maybe not the first time it runs but if if i i want to be ready for the second time it runs to be able to dump that omicron on boosh if it is going to make a substantial difference to my rewards to the guild's rewards uh uh for that mission so yeah absolutely I, i'm kind of always just keeping one banked in case something happens yeah yeah and especially that raid one is it's it's earmarked right yeah um uh, so lady geek i want to transition to you a little bit now you won't be unlocking trench right now but since you get gold crate you um are basically if i understand this right how this works you kind of unlock the conquest character one conquest after um a, a, con a, a round of conquest ends oh actually it'll take me a little longer i don't get the the pass and uh, oh right it's with the pass that that works okay yeah it's with the pass that that works so i think it's i have to go through two full cycles um with the gold crates okay um to get them so i won't i won't see them for a month yet and again that's plenty of time for you guys to figure out you know <laughs> where does he fit in and how worth it is he and and you know where i am in in gac and where where we are in 
territory wars, I'm probably not going to see one for a while. So that's okay. You know, it'll, mm -hmm. it'll work out just fine. So then last conquest, did you get the previous set of conquest tomb? What was the last one before trench? Was that the Scythe. Inquisitor? Scythe, yeah, Inquisitorship. So did you unlock Scythe recently? Uh, when we get our shards on Monday, okay, we'll have enough shards, but I don't have Grand Inquisitor yet. Right, right. So, so that's that, kind of yeah. That's That's going to be ready. I, I know he'll enter the the guide uh, sometime in June, so that's my target. Everybody's got to be ready to go, you know, in in June, including all of the gear and relic materials, um, and then I'll be able to. Uh, have some fun in the in the territory battles. Mm -hmm. uh, Cause I think everyone's expecting if we get that Fury Class and Scepter, what Melgus was the uh floated mm -hmm. as the pilot. According to Lego, yeah. The pilot is Malgus <laughs> and Sith Empire Trooper. Right. Yeah. Um which would be interesting because I think people are like, oh, but like that tune's so hard to get. But then it's like, well, look at Scythe. I mean, I feel like Grand Inquisitor is way harder to get than Malgus relative. But I guess if you miss Malgus in Conquest, I don't yeah. know. I, I don't have any bearing currently. Like, Once you I, miss, if you miss Malgus, Grand yeah. Inquisitor is easier because all those units are, are, are or they're a week or two away it's for something farmable. being accelerated. They're all farmable. Oh, yeah. They are all at, at, from a hypothetical standpoint under your own power to get yeah right whereas with malgus you have to wrestle with i mean he's not in proving grounds yet even right so it's oh i didn't realize that yeah, okay he's the next tune to get added to proving grounds but okay even then like you know being able to get what a maximum of 30 shards per go costing you 4400 crystals if you want to go that like it's it's going to be a slog for people who don't okay have wow uh, Lady uh, Geek, do you have Malgus? What's your what's your Malgus status? Proving Grounds, I think, is 20 at a time, so you can get up to 60. I oh, pardon me. I, I thought it was 30. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, because I think it's 17 months uh, for to get the 330 is 17 months. Oh, my God. Yeah. Thank you so, for reminding me. Um, I actually blew all my Conquest currency picking up Malgus um, before he leaves the, the shops, but I didn't even unlock him because, again, I don't want to be tempted. So, <laughs> okay, so you have like the shards for seven stars, but you haven't like unlocked him yet. Exactly, exactly. Gotcha. He is he is there, ready for me when I'm ready for him. But um, mm -hmm. really, it's it's all about the focus right now. Um, you know, I can't get distracted by the new shiny. So. Um, I, looking forward to it definitely he's he's on my list and that's it's one of the other fun things you know about being um mid-game and free to play is that my farming list is years out man i'm telling you years. <laughs> <laughs> and and i actually i actually started a, a google sheet where i'm tracking my farming priorities just because they change you know by the time i'm finished with something something new is out there and then you have to figure out well where does that fit into my schedule and that that was for me that was I, my heart's just broken with bad batch because i was absolutely convinced that i was going to get bad batch and i was going to get lord vader and super looking forward to that and then java came out and he was really important and it's like well 
okay, uh, back burner, you know, um, just had had to kind of go with something that's going to benefit the guild as opposed to just, okay, I like Lord Vader, so I'm, I'm getting this, you know. And, and honestly, with the, with the way that things went this year, um, having, having Jabba was key for me making the, the first guild hop and the second one, I don't know that I would have made the cut if I had not gone after Jabba when I did. And um, so, it, you know, sometimes, sometimes you got to do those things. That's fascinating. Those are the that's the perspective on the perils of roster building that, yeah, we don't get to hear around here too often. So that, yeah, I, I love um, getting those in, those types of insights. Um, and that's probably good advice for anyone else who's kind of maybe like in your realm, you know, get that Java and then that gets you more attractive for getting a better guild, getting into a good, better guild that, you know, will speed up, allow you to accelerate your account building even more, right? And, and to me, honestly, um, one of the, the big pieces I, of advice I'd give is pay attention. Um, you know, if you're, if you're mid-game and, and you're trying to see what should I do with my roster, a lot of it is, is really paying attention. CG announces that they're coming out with, you know, the new, the new territory battle and Jabba is going to be key and Inquisitors are going to be key and everything I was doing pivoted. Um, based on knowing what I had to do to, you know, be a valuable contributor to a guild. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you're sitting on that Sith assassin ship, get it, start up, people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's actually true, but yeah. <laughs> hey, they it's, it's, it is what it is. Because <laughs> they keep that I've got it already. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, see, Lady Geeks ahead, ahead of the curve. That's I mean, crazy. there's no fear on Sith Assassin, but I have the ship. Have <laughs> the ship. That's what's important. You got the ship. Because um, it's just so funny with the Sith ship stuff. They keep dropping hints and then deleting it. <laughs> right? You know, we're basically just all on hearsay and screenshots for you know that their hints and releases on the what's coming from yeah the Sith ships. Um, well, let's start winding it down, you guys. Um, we're going to, I've uh, stolen a couple segments from HNN. Uh, we're going to do the Bantha in the room. Uh, anything grinding your gears? Uh, let's start with, let's go back to you, Lady Geek. Anything grinding your gears right now? Um, I mean, just the QOL stuff. The datacrons still kind of irk me in the back of my head. Um, I'm luckily in a position where I can essentially ignore them other than we run into them a lot in territory wars, so I have to pay attention to them. Um, and and that just that just irks me because it's it's not just how much you know how much have you spent, it's uh, how much have you spent lately for for datacrons? Um, you know, what have you done for me lately? And it, it kind of irks me, but you know, I'm playing for free, and so I, I'll not say anything more about that. <laughs> uh, what's your level of investment with Datacrons? Like, are you pulling, uh, you know, it, uh, I don't know, guess how to ask this. Like, how many Datacrons are you typically developing? Like, what's your Datacron roster look like after two seasons of um, Conquest farming? See, and, and I, I don't think I even, I don't think I've even had a level nine yet. 
Mm. Um, oh, not I, even had one. Okay. No, but but then again, I don't have the teams to. It all comes down to the teams, them, right? What's right? the point so if you I, can't put together a team of all our five, right? Exactly. Well, it it and or you know the data crumb is is specifically targeted towards a certain faction. If I don't have them developed, what's the point, right? Um, but I get the level six ones, and I try to have uh, some choices of level sixes to to pick from. Okay, great. And then typically, are you doing like just a, like what would be the total, and or are you? I'm just kind of wondering like where you're at, so I can harass the lower GP uh, accounts in my guild. No, I'm kidding. Um, but uh, <laughs> I'm just wondering, you know, where you get to in terms of uh, volume, and like, are you doing like two level fives, one level six? You know, what what's kind of a balance for your account? Um, I think I've got one of them level six, one or two level six right now, and a couple um, potential that I should probably uh, look into getting the materials for this, uh, this ends on Monday. But then what you could maybe use four or five level threes? I mean, how, like how many teams oh, do you have that's like full relic three? Oh, I've got a bunch that are full relic three. But oh, I've great. Got, but I've also got some that are um, you know, I like to stick in my Newt Gunray on my Grievous team, and he's not even at relics yet. And that kind of, I have to rearrange my my teams to use them sometimes. Um, so I could probably use six or seven of them. Okay. Cool. I'm just very curious. Yeah, I appreciate yeah, you sharing. Um, I think for every, you know, upper guild. Uh, upper account player they've been looking at their b2 because he's just sitting there at r3 for everyone and there are those droid crons sitting there now and i i've been struggling and staring at him for weeks wondering uh, like trying to decide whether i was just going to give him two relics granted i probably should have but i didn't because i'm uh really looking at giving uh ray an r9 right now quite frankly but um yeah. Mall back on track. Uh, anything grinding your gears? Uh, Reva. Oh. Uh, I mean, I don't have an issue with her being powerful. I don't have an issue with her beating GLs. Mostly, and it, this is entirely self-serving, I have an issue with, I don't know what the heck I'm going to do when I meet one. <laughs> and no one else seems to know either. Um, there, are, there, are, there's. I know there are lots of ways of maybe beating her. Yeah. <laughs> But there doesn't, but of course, no one's, well, with the exception of, you know, as of seven hours ago, nobody has dealt with her with her Omicrons active. Nope. So Not one person. Yeah. So, and I, you know, I, I mean, I was, this is one of the reasons why I wasn't so sad to get knocked out of the top 100, because I know like there's a lot of maws and cause around there and I know they all got her. There are you know there are three in my bracket right now and i'm all, like i might win this first match and if i win this first match at least one of my next two matches is going to be up against somebody with reva and you know i i don't want to be at the tip of that spear i would i would not be entirely <laughs> sad for someone else to solve this problem for me <laughs> um so that that's and, you know, and I, I realize, you know, until I get her, this might mean I just kind of get knocked back. It's okay. That's life. That, that's how it goes. Mm -hmm. um, and, but I, and I also think 
you know what, somebody is going to figure out something that actually works pretty reliably because somebody always does. And, you know, that's okay. And when that happens, things will smooth out some, I'll still lose some, I'll win some, whatever. That's all right. But for the moment, it's, it's stressing me out a little. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I guess use Treya while you still can. Yeah. Uh, which is the thing that blows my mind with that interaction that they, I, I, they have also announced that they know that Riva has the purge bug, right? Because they haven't fixed that, to my knowledge. Riva they can have, still. They have fixed that one. Oh, they have. Okay. So Riva yeah. isn't stacking more than six purge. Apparently not. Okay, great. Oh, amazing. Okay, I didn't realize that. Because I was just like, it just blows my mind that they haven't. Normally, when the bug like that happens, they address it or fix it pretty quickly. Okay, so never mind. Mm -hmm. um, and then that makes sense that they're at least also looking at... Um, then they're on to the next thing, which may be Treya's passive cleanse, which I, I thought that, was kind of... Yeah. And Reva's and R9 isn't working properly. And, you know, so she's going to get even tankier. Mm -hmm um which and i mean it should be working properly like that is an error on their part and they should fix that but damn man <laughs> like oh, she doesn't need more power <laughs> reva's r9 is broken oh right uh, okay right like gotcha. so it's it's okay. not it, it is it's it's not treating i think it's treating her like an attacker not a tank or something right, like that to, for the upgrade and so she's going to get even beefier which I mean, and they should fix it. I agree that it should be fixed because everything should be consistent. But it's not going to make her any more fun to deal with. That's for sure. So, right. Vox and King, uh, what's grand in your gears? The smush, you know, losing out to to not not because I'm I'm going zero and nine or or even having a losing record, but getting getting losing out on crystals simply because cg's like well we're only going to give it to this many people now that 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 whole thing that's going on is because it's just it's always fewer and fewer and fewer people regardless of how well they do right you know? but, so and no acknowledgement but, of that dynamic that is occurring no they don't care they're just like oh yeah. this is great we have to give free less free stuff away you know? yeah so that's kind of the that's the only thing that's really you know got me going everything else i love about the game so yeah and i said on the totally on a stream but i'm just really in this instance i want to see the world burn i want to see it get down to like one person in kyber one <laughs> And just the people losing their minds as it like eats up the top 500, the top 250, the top 100. I, I just think that, that will be so entertaining to me. Um, but moving on to uh, I Love You, I Know. What are you guys enjoying? Let's uh, go back to you, Lady Geek. Anything in the game you're enjoying right now? Uh, right now, I'm really enjoying meeting the whole new group of people in the guild, and and uh, you know we we had about 30 seconds to plan territory battles, and I gave them a plan, and we bumped up four stars, so that was exciting. Um, you know, so there's there's just there's lots to do, and I'm, I'm really liking the territory battle planning. Oh, that's cool. Are you the TB officer then? I mean, there's nothing official, but we, you know, I kind of, I 
gave them a plan. I said, we can do this. And then next time we can do this. And everyone was like, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, nice. so, um, You're like out of my way. I follow celiac Sarah. I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're, they're probably just happy that someone took the time to think about it. You know? <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, the rest of them are like, look at this sucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's great. Uh, Mole, uh, what do you, anything you're enjoying? I, I actually think CG is really knocking it out of the park with character kits lately. I mean, the worst character this year is probably Seer, and she's interesting. You know, like, it, it's, uh, and I think they, I don't know what Marin and Saw are like, but I think I'm really enjoying this kick that they're on of creating characters that let you that elevate parts of your roster you're not using i'm actually mildly worried about like they're starting to run out of things like like to elevate um you know like i like i'm trying to think of where you, you try to think of where saw fits in it's like i don't know where i don't know where the, what else there is to do with rebels like everyone seems to have nearly everyone i mean bodie's still looking for a home but you know virtually everybody else has a home at this point so I mean, they'll, whatever it is, I'm interested in it. You know, I, I just, I think they're, and I think that, I think the kits are getting creative and with at least, and at least in some cases without getting more complex, you know, Cal and Seer, at least compared to a lot of other characters that have come out in the last year, aren't especially complicated, but mm. they're interesting. They're, they're, us, and they're, so you know, I'm, I, I think it, it's actually made me, uh, it, it has revitalized my interest somewhat in the sort of grind of, oh, new character, oh, new character, oh, new, new marquee, marquee, marquee every two weeks or four weeks or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah, my hot take is that, you know, we had Taryn Malikos just sitting there to be a requirement in this set of requirements, but instead they pivot to Saw, of all people, and my suspicion, my hot take, is that Saw is going to be the first character for the next GLA requirement. Mm -hmm. Going to be the, um, you know, one of those uh, marquee, quote unquote, you know, like marquee um, blocks for it, for those that requirements. Yeah. Um, that and that's why, sense. yeah, he got bumped in rather than using what would have been another character in that line of requirements for him. And I also kind of get the feeling he's, I mean, I think people, like he led a rebel faction or a, a faction, a, a rebel-ish faction, but I'm kind of wondering if he's actually going to be a lead at all. Mm. I wouldn't be entirely surprised if he slots into a Mon Mothma squad or something like we like that and just elevates an existing squad. So many different directions you can go with him. It's yeah. really going to be weird. Yeah, but on the other hand, that, that character has appeared in so much Star Wars media. He, uh, thank God, they're bringing yes. him the game finally. He's he's been in everything. It's it's crazy. So, mm -hmm. uh, well, Voxing uh, King, yeah. Um, anything you're enjoying in the game? Just the camaraderie in the community. I I, I love you know, talking to people and, and hearing what their strategies are and, and what they're doing and, you know, throwing my two cents in and venting when I need to vent, eating my apple when Sarah tells me I need to go eat an apple. And, uh, but just the overall camaraderie is, is great. And, and so I've just, I just enjoy the heck out of that. It's 
That's why I still play the game so much. That's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, love to hear it. You know, after last week, uh, my complaint was about the Gerdas. I wasn't seeing any Gerdas in the shops. And after that, I got back-to-back uh, -back Gerda shops, uh, Gerda drops in the shops. Um, so I am complaining again about Gerdas being in the shops, hoping that I will get them to drop again, which I will enjoy. So uh, <laughs> that's kind of my two for one thing happening there. But um, with that, guys, this was great. This was so much fun to get to talk to you guys on a podcast. I think you guys did great. I'm so thankful you joined me. Thank you so much for being here. Um, Thank and... you for having us. Yeah, thanks Thank for you very much. It's, it's been a pleasure. That's great. I'm definitely going to try and do this, I think, again uh, with some other people who are in the community and on the Discord, which, again, listeners, thank you for listening. You have many options out there of things you can be enjoying. I am so thankful that you take your time to listen to the content that we are producing here, uh, which apparently is worse than a YouTube video slash podcast thing. Uh, <laughs> and uh but uh we're doing great work here please uh take a moment to join our discord um you can talk to us all over there we're uh chatting and continuing the conversation uh and with that we are going to go switch off <laughs> <laughs>